0: Dublin South FM. Hello, and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am Dara McNicholas.
1: And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Personal who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic.
0: A solid legend. A absolutely. solid legend. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Dan, I know we're going to talk about the weather later on at some stage, but I don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, yeah, the summer has kind of um, decided to take a little bit of a leave and then come back a
0: little bit. Yeah, around four o'clock day. this afternoon it came back. I was like a puddle in the kitchen. I I, just, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was having a stroke, but clearly I wasn't. So I'm fine, but maybe I did. I we, we, you know. Yeah, we may never know. Uh, lots happening. Oh God, busy show tonight, Dan. I was doing a running order earlier and I went, "Wow, well, busy show. Uh, lots, really lots, lots happening Fun corner. show, hopefully, yeah yeah, Definitely, I promise everyone you're going to laugh And I'm going to make you laugh at some stage we ha- We're we going to have the, the the usual dose of music So we're going to have a uh... Actually, do you know what? Yeah, I went to the horse show mm-hmm. So I've got lots and little bits and pieces out of the horse show yep. um, I was over in Avon uh, Avondale That big, kind of tall, treetop thing We'll have a little chat about that later on as well Um and you went boating. <laughs> I did, Good yeah. Lord, is there anything just, yeah, more not something than boating? <laughs> I'm terrible, I know, I'm sorry.
1: Um, in Dunlary Marina, and they have a uh, accessible
0: hoist, a sling hoist there, great. Yeah, good. I, I definitely want to talk to you about that one, because that, I, I think that's very, very interesting. But yeah. we we have some music in the middle of it as well, right? So we've got a little bit of uh, Georgie Ezra, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm gone on a whole total funk thing. Um <laughs> that's Yeah, no, I don't know. It just got it was afternoon it's afternoon I it was on the computer, was doing some editing and, and there was a whole lot of I just uh, funk essentials uh came up. Uh so we got the Brooklyn funk essentials uh in there along with the red hot well, red hot chili peppers are kinda doing a funk thing. So that you know, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um we're gonna that's have,
1: the type of funk you want.
0: Yeah. If you're gonna be funked that's good funk <laughs>
2: Exactly.
0: I suppose It's positive funk But we also have uh, A brand new track From Nathan uh, Mack uh, Courtesy of Niamh Dunphy mm. uh, this, this is going to be A good one actually He's got He's, got a, he's got a, done a whole album Around the circus And he's got a movie And stuff So we'll have a chat With that later Very right?
1: exciting
0: Yeah No it's absolutely deadly But up first Dan What have we got?
1: We've
0: got Michael Bublé With I'll Never Not Love You Here on Dublin Head Oh Dan Michael Bublé Michael Mickey Bubbles that's the column down the country.
1: <laughs> I think we should give the listeners some context with that one, because that bec- that comes from a running joke that we had back in our college days because I used the Michael Buble track for one of uh my assignments.
0: You love Michael Buble. I'm a fan. You were a fan. Just to you know you, know, you know, there's no embarrassment behind it, Dan, you know. It's just when, you know, the revolution comes, people will know where to find you. And they go <laughs> Yeah, okay. Mm. All the Michael Bublé people over here, please. Michael I'm Bubba. not
1: like a bad fan,
0: fan, but I'm a fan, <coughs> fan. I'm Yeah, I think you are. How many kids has he got? <laughs> Couldn't
1: tell you.
0: Yeah, you know, you know we had a discussion here a minute ago, he knows exactly how many children Michael Bublé has. Right then, sport. Yeah. Hold on a second, let me adjust that microphone. Keep talking. So,
1: the Premier League is back, and again, and I will... Always, well, continually be very happy to talk about it these days because Arsenal have won three from three.
0: I'm shocked and appalled. I'm oh, amazed. Sorry, appalled. Amazed. <laughs> yeah, shocked. Yeah, pretty much actually. Yeah, uh, I watched good old Match of the day on Sunday because I, I t- my only soccer I get now actually is Match of the day. Uh, Well, to
1: be honest, it is, that that is a solid reference point.
0: Yeah, I know it is. It's pretty good. I like I like yeah. your, I like your coverage. Um, yeah. And it was great to see uh it was like there was some great football, it was a great great weekend of football actually great yeah. great weekend of soccer
1: um Newcastle held city to a three three draw um which I don't think anyone would expect to go into that match. oh
0: so. uh, yeah, probably Newcastle as well
1: <laughs> exactly exactly um and then Leeds thrashed Chelsea three 0 yeah, um, and then of course uh, Thomas Duke got off the match. She's, given an interview, and doesn't give Leeds any credit. He was like, oh, Chelsea with a better team. and I think he's still a little bit sour after that altercation with Antonio Conte. I
0: don't uh, think it's that, Dan. I think it's worse than that. I think the wheels are coming off the bus at Chelsea.
1: Mm, well, possibly, but I wouldn't say to the same extent as uh, United, who are currently playing Liverpool. Yeah. But the league...
0: Yeah so, Now I know I was tagging here In the first week Of it kind of going on Man United for relegation But whew. Wow yeah, They're not that far off I know West Ham are Bottom of the league aren't they At the moment Currently no uh, goal scored Nothing
1: Before Before
0: Before the end th- of tonight Possibly We'll see Yeah 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 God that would be funny That would be incredibly funny <laughs> uh, I was going to say it paid to say To that, be honest I don't think That's going to
1: happen No
0: I don't think it is either
1: uh, yeah, but, but there um I was looking um online just before just before we we came out and uh yeah, there's extensive protests um outside Old Trafford before before kickoff. Um and I remember Jurgen Klopp uh saying during the week that I I don't know where he's going with this Um Boy, he said, there should, "Liverpool should be defaulted the points if the game is postponed because of protest, and you're kind of gone."
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, I suppose get your kicks in early. I suppose. Um, yeah. But you know, know. do you think the like Glazers care?
1: Games? I know. Yeah, like they've put some extortionate uh, price on the club. Like excellent. It's like it. It makes you wonder. Do they really kind of understand football, or do they care about the? I don't yeah,
0: really no. well, it's all about the money, honey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, when it comes exactly. to that bunch of yahoos.
1: Speaking of money, talking and uh, sport, Alexander Usyk and Anthony Joshua. We'll get the um, boxing aspect of this out of the way rather quickly. Um, Alexander Usik beast Joshua on a split decision uh, again, so two from two against Joshua. Uh, <clears throat> here's my problem, though. It was in Saudi. It's all about the money. Uh, yeah, no, but it's,
0: everyone gets paid. Everyone goes home. They're all happy.
1: It's it's just it's another example of uh, of sports washing. You know, taking a sporting event. To a country like that, to cover up a horrendous human rights record. Yeah, but this—it uh, doesn't matter who cares. And I—I th- I think that's the problem, though, because you know we we call it out, and you have Amnesty International coming out and saying, rightly so, coming out and saying it's it's complete sports washing and. You know the. the what,
0: what about? I mean, so what about Amnesty International? Amnesty International are calling this our country a sham over particular things. Do we care? I I. I'm not just saying Amnesty International. Which, we just don't care in general. Dan. You know, we're just we're 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 we're, we're twenty five past caring at this stage, and <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awful. That's terrible. You know.
1: Yeah. um... No, I I get you, but I think at the same time, that's what's worrying about it. Live golf? Exactly, exactly. Excuse me, and um, that was something, um, I was having conversations about it during the weekend, and it was kind of like, I did have a huge amount of respect for for somebody like Anthony Joshua um but after after that and after kind of going to Saudi Arabia knowing that you're you're fighting there and stuff like that and to make matters even worse Usyk's next fight against uh Tyson Fury is in Saudi again And, and you see this is the thing again it's like we have it with the live golfers as well, is that journalists are rightly questioning them about the, is this a money grab, which it is. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, I, I don't want to talk about this. It's a family decision to, you know, be completely comfortable and all of that kind of spiel. Yeah. Right? But it's a kind of thing of like, we can't allow these people... Deflect like that.
0: Yeah. Well, just even if we dial it back a small bit, we were we did talk about uh, Newcastle United. Yeah,
1: that's another one.
0: You know, and we're not talking about that anymore. You know, nobody is asking uh, Eddie Howe, I think, is manager's name. You know, at at the interviews anymore. What about the appalling sort of mm. you know human rights? Uh, yeah. Violations by the people who own your own own the club currently, you know. So it's you know, gone old news, new cycle, which we're so fond of. Yeah, you know, it's kind yeah. of what's the next kind of you know the Ukraine is still off. The new, they're wandering in and out of new cycle and stuff still like that. Still very and
1: much happening.
0: Still very much happening, Dan. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's you know they're you're they're saying well I didn't do what you did it. No, you did it. I did it. There seems to be a lot of that going on now as well. Like who was bombing a nuclear plant. It wasn't me. It was you.
1: Mm. Where, where before it was very much, this is happening, whereas now it's kind of like, who did it?
0: Yeah, it's getting a little bit. Unfortunately, people are still dying, though, Dan. That's, that's, that's kind of, I suppose, a yeah, sad no, thing.
1: Yeah, no, what I'm talking about, I mean that from... A, yeah, from that's what, yeah, yeah, I know,
0: exactly. Yeah, and it, it's,
1: uh, you know, it's affecting
0: everybody, I suppose, in their pockets. Although, you know, there's big news there. A big, huge grain shipment arrived in from Ukraine down, down to Cork there at some stage, you know, over mm-hmm. the weekend brilliant that's important I'm sure for cows and the cattle and stuff like that because it was going to animal feed so you know that is is kind of important
2: Mm -hmm.
0: the the weather then shall we alright okay. so tonight would be rather cloudy just look out the window (laughs) you know with light patchy rain in the west spreading across the country overnight through most of the southeast Uh, but it might stay dry down there tomorrow Tuesday good sunny spells but rather cloudy I don't, I don't understand the, the weather forecast. I'm reading it here and kind of going, good sunny spells, but it's going to be cloudy. I'm done. I can't anymore then. Shall we have some music? We shall. Ladies' choice.
1: <laughs>
0: George, <you're right. laughs>
1: over to you then.
0: <laughs> you are listening to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I am still Dara McNicholas. And I am still Dan Airy. Coming to you live at 93.9
1: FM. And online at Dublin Dot i e all around
0: the world all around the world and people can find us um, at dananddara doability on uh, facebook and instagram and if you want to drop us an email you can get us dananddara uh, doability at gmail.com do. and all of our shows and all of our previous podcasts can all be found online wherever you get your spot podcasts whether that be spotify or cast or anchor or anchor. Gene, go anchor. loud whoever yeah that's where you'll find us Dan, you had a little trip there recently uh, out on the water in Dunleary, Laoghaire, which uh, I was intrigued by because I saw the footage on internet, <laughs> on Facebook. Um, yes, you were very much Captain Ahab. Ahoy there, sailor. <laughs> Tell us.
1: Yeah, so it was down in uh, Dun Laoghaire. Um, Marina, my uncle and uh, my cousins have a little boat that they... Uh, Dock down there, and we went out uh, around. That's modest, by the
0: way, a little boat. <laughs> but go on. I'm not, we're not talking the Titanic here now. We're not talking <laughs> Romer Rome Abramovich's yacht here, either, <laughs> But it's not. Uh, it's not a two-man laser here with a sail on <laughs> it, either. Carry on. Um,
1: <clears throat> so we went around uh, down by Clooney Bay and Docky Island and stuff. Uh, it was really, really nice. Spot of fishing didn't catch anything, unfortunately.
0: That's what they call a fishing, then.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> but the thing that really impressed me was the hoist that they had um, on on the jetty in the marina. It was really. They had like a a sling um, type hoist, and you kind of um, you swipe yourself in, and you. You go down and it's all ramped. Um and then you kind of it's a straight down and you turn left and it's all completely ramped. Then you go down onto the jetty and it's kind of like a decking type um I was about to say flooring, but it's Surface. like doors. Surface, thank you. Uh and it's all, so it's all very easy to to get across and then the hoist itself is um manually Controlled, in right. that you kind of um, pump it like up and down. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's essentially a you get the sling itself from um, reception. You just go into reception and ask for the for the hoist, and uh, yeah, it's essentially a sling. So um, I'd be sitting in the chair, and then I kind of stand up as much as I can and you kind of get the... It's like, I'm not sure, you've probably seen how it is before, but it's like a mesh. Yeah,
0: would, would we talk about something similar now getting into a swimming pool? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean...
0: Just to get people, you know, it's not NASA's roar away from something like that. It's which? It's not NASA's roar away from something like that. <laughs> in, in a kind of a, a visual point of view. Uh,
1: no, I mean, yeah, it would be... You would find similar kind of things getting into a swimming pool. Um, There's other options for swimming pools as well in that you have like a a chair, whereas this, you can kind of, you put the sling underneath me sitting in my own wheelchair Yeah. and then kind of um, put it in, in up on the kind of inside of my thighs and then around my shoulders. Uh, so it can get a little tight in the Gentleman's area, if you mm-hmm. like. If like Hello,
2: uh, hi everybody, it's <laughs> area here,
1: But, uh, and to be honest, it, it was something that I I had to do quite slowly just because of the last time I'd used a hoist was when uh, my hip was discated. Right. So we had to take things very slowly because um, when my hip was discated, obviously when when the hoist was going up, it was bringing my knee closer to my hip when it was all very painful. Right. Uh, thankfully, everything went very... So you, you get into this thing, you get kind of uh, strapped in to the top of the. There's kind of a, uh, a handle at the top of it that you tie it onto, and then, yeah, you're lifted up uh, and then slotted it in, kind of brought across and down into the boat.
0: Dropped slowly. Slowly. <laughs> a controlled, a controlled fall into the back of the boat. Not,
1: not just plonk. Yeah. Uh, no, that'd be very dangerous. Um, uh, but yeah, dropped slowly and carefully uh, into the boat, and I just thought it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, like I said, I did see the footage on uh, on on the internet. And it looked, it looked good. Yeah. It looked like a lot of fun. Um,
1: yeah, it was an awful lot of fun. Um, I, I do always find that going out in the water, is very, very peaceful. Yeah, uh, there's that. Because it's just uh, very few distractions, and you're just... Um, I mean, as I said earlier on, we were out with my uncle and uh, cousins and my dad as well, so it's just very nice. And, of course, weather was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that always helps.
0: That does help, yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, no, I, you're just, yeah,
0: small things, you know, when you think about access, and you think exactly,
1: about... Exactly,
0: exactly. You know, having the people there to do it as well, I suppose, really kind of helps. mm mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's good to know that not everything is out of bounds.
1: Absolutely, and and it's one of those things as well, I, I should note, that, like, it was very much... uh you, you, well, I, I suppose we were in, we were in a position that we were kind of experienced with the whole thing, but, um, we could, we were kind of. We could do it independently as well, and I'm sure if you needed the assistance, it was there, but. There was kind of the option to do it independently as mm. well, which was which
0: is nice. Yeah, which is good as well. Yeah. Brilliant, Dan. Uh, I look forward to you doing that again. I think we're going Absolutely. to have we're going to have a little bit of music, but Neve Dunphy gave us this one, though, which she can't be with us tonight, uh, from Gigability, the blog. Uh, you will find her uh, all over the internet as well, actually, Gigability.
1: Irish music, James, as well. Yeah, uh Dunphy won.
0: tell you, yeah. Just, you know, all over the place. Just mm-hmm. uh, tireless, really, when it comes to this. Um, but Nathan Mack, uh, who we played here before.
1: Yes. Um, Friend of the show. Of the
0: show, yeah, I suppose he is really, you know. Um, through his music, yeah, he's lovely. Uh, you know, I did edit a podcast, and Eve did it with him as well. He's just terribly interesting individual, yeah. He has a new album coming out uh, on the 2nd of September, uh, it's going to be launched in the Workman's Club. We've been fortunate enough to get a song off the new album, but the album he's done a circus musical film,
1: yes, very, uh, very
0: interesting. Uh, that's part of the album, I, I can't wait to hear just to see how this kind of pans out,
1: translates,
0: yeah. yeah. No, because uh, absolutely fantastic. Um,
1: I know a friend of mine, uh, who did the matches with Stoker Morgan, um, worked with him on, on that film. So, small world,
0: yeah. No, it is very well. We know it's a very small world, and so we um, are going to, um, play a little bit of music um from the uh, Nathan Mac. And we wish him the absolute best look. I mean I lo- I love this song. Um I've had a f i have had was fortunate to get a chance to listen to it earlier on. Um and Spit Me Sweetly um with Nathan Mack. Mm. I had a little trip to the RDS uh, on Saturday. Obviously the Dublin the Dublin Horse Show was on um all week, uh five whole days of it. Um, uh, the place is nuts. Taking uh, some
1: very elegant photographs.
0: Thank you very much, Dan. Yeah, I, I, I brought my long lens with me and, and shot an awful lot of horses, uh, which was good fun. But I kind of went with me, little John stay down with me as well, just from an access point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, just, I mean, there was uh, very few wheelchairs. There was a few. Right. Not many. Um, you're familiar with the RDS as it is anyway, from uh, that, what team plays there?
1: Uh, oh, yes.
0: Yeah, that crowd. It
1: comes the Leinster dig. No, 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 <laughs> Ledster
0: dig. You know, I was just kind of looking at the horses running across the pitch and I was going, rip it up, lads. Tear <laughs> it up, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dig your hooves in there and just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. See the big water hole that dug over there? Take that out. Just <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But, so you're, you're familiar with the RDS and kind of terrain and kind of an access to to some degree. So it's not...
1: Yeah, in in a sense, I, I, I haven't actually... Uh, being there in terms of like on on the pitch, but I I get what you mean. Yeah, access so in it, general. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's it's no different. Mm-hmm. It, it it's not, but just the volume of people. Right. Um. I would not personally like to have been in a wheelchair. Okay. Uh, in the middle of it all. Um. It's tight access. A uh, lot of lot of choke points. Um. You know, choke, priori-
1: choke points being sorry. Uh,
0: sort of if, if you're if you're crossing. Uh, I'd say a road maybe even to some degree uh, or in between the two arenas, arenas one and two.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's priorities given to the horses going in so uh-huh, gates okay. are closed and it's just a very, very narrow, very tight. Yeah. Um, I don't even talk about wheelchairs but people, mobility issues. So I sat for about an hour at one stage hmm. uh, just on a bench because I was knackered. I'd forgotten to drink a whole lot of water and I was dehydrated and I was just, I, I was like, it. I know, yeah, it was like a pack of hammers so I just <laughs> sat there and just watched everything that was going on. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, I quite enjoyed my day um, in it. Um, but yeah, I just I'm not sure how much fun um, it would have been. You know, so food wise, okay there's some canteens and stuff inside uh, restaurants, I'm sure they call them in the RDS, not canteens. <laughs> uh, with the prices they were charging, I'll tell you they weren't canteens. Um, you know, but then everything else is a food truck. Okay. Uh Neve might have had a chance with her rising wheelchair. Um
1: interesting
0: but okay. yeah you know but I don't think you would have had much of a hope with a, with a lot of them okay. we just say if you're out there independently having a day for yourself and you said to yourself lads I'll be back later I'm taking the bus into town and then to the RDS you know it would have been uh, a challenge it would, have been a, it would have been a challenge I think Dan you mm. know I'm not sure how much fun you, you would have had Um, or maybe that was just me maybe I was just getting old and grumpy I don't know Maybe I just, maybe I didn't have enough water I don't know but horses, absolutely brilliant. Now, while I was there as well, Dan, I, I like I said, I had me me I me 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 disability hat on, mm. and I had gone with the idea of just looking around and see what was there from a disabled point of view, and I was actually delighted. In the main hall, there was uh, six, maybe six or six or eight stalls um, in a group. Um that had all been sponsored by uh and Farms up in uh where were the County the County the County Down. Um and they had sponsored the spaces for uh groups and organizations to come in um who were dealing with disability or um I suppose yeah, disability this thing called positive strides. Um, so this whole area and it, it had um, Child Vision were there Child Vision Ireland were in it and the Clandocan Equestrian, Equestrian Centre was in it um, brilliant Festina Lente which is out in Bray
1: yes I have heard
0: yeah yeah, exactly they were there and there was a couple of other ones in it as well um, I got a chance to talk to all of them not, not everybody because well, I brought me I brought me Zoom with me Dan
1: you brought your recording equipment. I brought my recording
0: equipment with me as a complete nerd I nerded out <laughs> And I had my um, road mic with me, which is brilliant, brilliant considering stuff. how loud. Um, absolutely everything was. Uh, the road mic really kind of actually came into its own. I was, yeah, I was that's really. A,
1: that's an interesting one. How how was it in terms of finding, spots?
0: Yeah, there was none. Right. I was literally standing in the stand with them in the stall.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, kind of having the chats. Yeah, there was there was no space, um, but I think the mic did admirably, admirably, admirably well. <laughs> um, and I did have a chat with firstly um, Brian Allen from um, Child Vision Ireland. I just going to play the interview, and we can have a little bit of chat about it now in a second. If this, well, we've, we, we arrived
2: go. here on Wednesday, and we were here to, um, I suppose, find people who want to give us a few bob uh, to cover Arena, but actually. We did that and we're still here but we're talking to a lot of parents who've got children who have um, disabilities and who are not getting services. So actually what we're doing now is gathering those people uh, and looking at and how we can respond through equine therapy um, in terms of supporting those, ch- those children uh, and their parents.
0: Okay, so do you have a place at the moment and you're looking to get it covered or you're just going to
2: build from scratch? Yeah, no, we, we have an arena in Drumcondra on the campus of Child Vision, you know, which is quite extensive. Um, and what we want to do now is raise money to cover that arena so we can, can increase our capacity by about 40%. Uh, at the moment, how many people would you be servicing in, we say, in a week or a month? Yeah, we about 142 um, equine therapy uh, sessions per week. Um, and, and that's supervised by our occupational therapist, which makes us very different in the world of... Uh, assisted uh, equine therapy having a covered uh, arena then will allow you to do far more oh yeah absolutely we can do it you know as you know yourself if, if the demand is there and let me tell you after to, after the last few days here the demand is there we could start at seven o'clock in the morning and go till seven eight o'clock at night and you know i suppose any good business uh, that's what we should be doing at the moment we're starting at nine o'clock in the morning and we're finished about three o'clock because of either weather or light or dark or noise or whatever it might be. But um, yeah, that's what we want to do. So we've got a design up and ready. We've got 500,000 in the bank to start, and we're talking to people uh, and asking people to donate to us at childvision.ie, you know, to make this a reality. You can see us on our, our website. We are a very well-run um, organization. It's not the only thing we do in terms of equine therapy, but at the moment, it's, the amount of interest in it is phenomenal.
0: Can you meet that demand?
2: Well, I think we have to prove first that uh, we have the skills, we have the horses, we have all that. I opened the paper on, on I didn't open the paper, f- headlines of, of the Irish Times on Thursday was there is 110,000 children waiting for uh, therapy interventions. 110,000 people. Now, if we look at the amount of people who are going to come through the doors in the RDS over the next four days, it's 115,000. So if I'm looking around this Area where we are, where there's a lot of people milling around, and if I was to say or think that everybody here is a child, everybody here is a child with a disability, and everybody here is not getting a service that they should be getting, uh, you know, we it's a it's a it's a catastrophe. Can I say that Child Vision is going to fix that? No, but what what I am saying is that there is a key there uh, that could be be put into the lock to help open that because equine therapy does a myriad of different therapies. Speech and language, OT, physio are all covered that that impacts uh, the child when they do it. Uh, So I think there is a solution there somewhere. One centre won't do it, but we are training others in Sligo, in um, Donegal, in Cork to do something similar that we do. But yes, we're going to need investment. And of course, the government are are watching us uh, and hopefully they will. So Brian once again there you just want to tell us where people can uh, go to donate. Right if, if you just go onto the website and click and we can say www.childvision.ie but go 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 to google childvision.ie and you'll see our pages and uh, please do. So there
0: you have it then, Child Vision Ireland. Um, you know huge plans just you know, I, I know we're always talking about staff and we're our, you mm. know, people like the, the numbers he was talking about of of people who need help.
1: Absolutely, I mean my my initial thing listening to that is kind of going, it's absolutely fantastic, right? And it it makes me so frustrated because either with disability we're talking about. Support not being there, yeah, or support being there and not knowing how to access it, or people not being able to to use it to the fullest extent. I mean, that is a fantastic resource. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And as he said, there there's a myriad of different um, therapies. And I suppose it's something that's, that's different as well. It's not your, you know, if, if you said to a kid that, you know, they're, they're going to physio or therapy or something like that, they might kind of go, oh, you know. But horses, a bit of fun.
0: Absolutely. By the way, actually, just as, as soon as I kind of finished the interview with, uh, with Brian, uh, Jack Chambers, the Minister for Sport, strode into the hall. Um, you know, went over and had a, had a quick chat, actually, with uh, Child Vision and, you know, photo opportunity, blah, 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 and he was gone like a hot snot. Mm. You know, so there was that. But I also took the opportunity, actually, to talk to the Clendalken Equestrian Centre um, out in Clendalken, funnily enough, yeah. uh, <laughs> just off Fortune's Town Lane. Um, and I had a chat with uh, Suzanne and Anne um, so you know, Suzanne just actually just started by telling me a little bit about what uh, up the the Raptor. The Rock
3: and Equine uh, Club was founded in 2017. The main building is an American barn with 20 boxes. And South Dublin County Council and the Department of Agriculture and the Marine were the primary kind of sponsors when the project was promoted back um, whatever seven or eight years ago. So the facility is um, for young people in the area from age reasonably from 10 to 18. It's a half-livery option, subsidised kind of livery, to promote and continue the tradition of urban horse ownership. But obviously with a few inputs to ensure that that's done well and that young people and their families have a chance to keep their animal you know, in a nice, safe way and to maybe look at other career options. So it's kind of a development project and a community, with an community development project with horses as the vehicle or the tool of engagement and it's supported by a number of other agencies in the area.
0: How many How many people have you got in the centre itself?
3: At, well, as I mentioned to you, the actual facility has 20 um, boxes, so that can take 20 club members and their families. So we're probably just a little over half at the moment. One of the reasons for that is we're in the middle of kind of a, looking for core funding for the development of the project in the long term. A lot of the, the agencies and stuff will provide you with capital to build a building or whatever, but then they expect you to, at some stage to maybe try and run it yourself. So a facility like ours cannot be run on a voluntary capacity, particularly when you have health and safety, child protection issues and all the usual stuff. So it definitely needs kind of paid management. And that's where the dilemma comes in with the core funding. So we're in the middle of looking for longer term core funding. And we were kindly gift given um, an interim breeder by Smurpa Smorfed Kappa gave us um, money to pay the m- managers for one year to allow us to look for more um, long-term funding. So that's kind of where we're at. But um, it's an like if it had a little bit more funding, it could do a huge amount more developmentally in terms of being a little bit more open access for you know equine therapy or different kind of youth exchanges. But at the moment, we're trying to stabilize and keep the yard open. That's really truthfully where we're at. You know.
0: Is there anything that that, that people can do for you, uh, the the general public?
4: We've been very lucky. We've got a lot of support from the community around our fundraisers that we've done to promote the art. I suppose what we could use is support from government and from private sector to fund other pieces of work. The project has such potential to engage with young people. We have young people going on to race looking at careers with horses. Um, the young people are engaged in a different level some of them have grown out of horse ownership which is ok too because that's the natural development of young people they take up stuff and they move on from it but while they're doing it they're doing it in a way that's healthy for the horse and for the young person and also for the community because there's a sense of belonging to a community when you're involved in and Equine Club and that really promotes the community spirit within the area which is is, is there, but people don't always see it. And I suppose we have young uh, people on the board who are all the time struggling to bring in funded for that project. A project which should be funded. When you think of urban horseship has a bad name and you're trying to move something that was illegal to be legal to, for, for young people to own a horse that can make a difference to their lives. Their support is there. But if they could put pressure on TDs and anyone else that they know to give us car funding, it would be much appreciated.
0: Is there anything that people can other other than we just said beating up politicians and stuff like that? Is there, is there things people can do? Well, no. I, well, you know, I mean, you got to badger them. You know, they won't do anything unless you put your head in the toilet and stuff like that and go.
3: Quite a lot of people passed us down today and a lot of people have asked us what they could do. So some people said they'd already shared um, some stuff from the Facebook page, which usually kind of keeps people abreast of developments. Other people said they were interested in making donations. Um, I don't know, just for example, somebody I think before gave us a set of jumps and things like that. So I would say anyone that is thinking of supporting us in a more practical sense would contact the manager, Rachel. we give you the details in a second. And again, that private public partnerships, if any other foundations are out there or would see a role in sponsoring some developmental aspects you know what i mean to niche kind of areas we're open to negotiation on on anything really so um, we know that there are pockets of funding. Like I'm trying to think now, for example, to work maybe with the men's sheds, to do something with the manure pit you know, to make it more viable. But again, that's something the, the current staff can't do. They've enough on their plate. But if somebody came in to work with us with something like that, perhaps some other projects will get benefit from it. So it's going to need a bit of cooperation and a bit of dialogue. You know? So we are open to more broader you know interesting kind of interludes but just to see what they are we'll probably take a conversation with other people coming around the table you know thanks
0: Steve. super uh and and suzanne thanks very much but uh, i suppose finally where can people actually find you you
3: can find us through the clandock equine facebook page and then geographically it's on the font road in um, dublin up quite close to liffey valley or the font industrial estate that's the location
0: perfect suzanne and thank you very much, thank you very much.
1: But it's interesting listening to that because um, I was just thinking about it and I was kind of going, "Eh, what was the key message that was coming out of that? Obviously, the community and, um, you know, opportunity for people to engage with horses as a kind of healthy way of moving forward, but it was also funding.
0: Money, the Same with uh, Child Vision Ireland. It's all about money. It's all about getting... the appropriate funds in the right place and you know like uh, i again uh, man and farms who who arranged like to have all these groups added i think hats off to them absolutely you know because these are horse groups uh, at the RDS it's Ireland's only five star premier event um for uh, you know the the equestrian world and if you think how much money is there you know
1: yeah Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's, that's the thing about it, is that that industry is, uh, you know, that there is money in that industry, and then you kind of listen to it, and you kind of go, you know, there's people like this looking for, looking for the funding, and you're kind of going, I mean, it was something I was thinking about, why is disability so often associated with charity?
0: That, oh no! There you go, nail on the head. There now, Dan. Uh, that,
1: yeah, that's what it feels like, you know. When instead of having to promote what they do, they're having to promote. We're struggling. We need your help.
0: You know? Yeah, and it's wrong, Dan. Why? Why? Sh- you know? Why is it? Why is it always the way?
1: And it's kind of it's something we were saying as well, similar to what Brian mentioned earlier on is that that service is there but they can't use it to the full extent why funding? Yeah, money It's just it's infuriating but I suppose the more conversations we have about these kind of things the better
0: Yeah, absolutely Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of ads now and uh, I do promise when, when this podcast comes out that full interview will be in it.
3: Dublin, South FM. Have you been unemployed for over 12 months? Would you like to
2: do something to help benefit your local community? The Southside Partnership twos Programme can offer you valuable part-time, local work experience opportunities in the community and voluntary sector. Current positions available include radio production, sports coaching, librarian, caretaker, administration and many more. While taking part, you will receive a top-up on your social welfare job seekers payment and gain valuable work experience, helping to boost your motivation and confidence for more information on positions that might match your interests please call us at 01 706 0100 or go to www.southsidepartnership.ie forward slash toos
4: what's up Sean Coyle here tune in to Urban Smooth Saturdays at 7 I'll be bringing you the best in classic and contemporary hip hop and R&B exciting interview guests and some great team shows all the latest music news and old school trivia you can handle Urban
0: Smooth, Saturdays at 7 o'clock, only on Dublin South FM 93.9. It's Urban Smooth, shaping the soundtrack to your Saturday night.
1: What if you could have a sustainable business without the liquidity concerns and make your company more profitable? Curious? Check out our tried and tested proven client acquisition formula. Go to www.joedalton.ie and book your free consultation now.
3: I've always provided... That's what I
1: do. Even when the job shut down, I somehow managed. But the pressure chips away at your confidence. I felt alone. I needed to talk things out. I
3: learned Samaritans isn't just for when you hit rock bottom. I'm glad I called. It's always worth getting problems big and not so big off your chest. Call Samaritans. No
2: pressure, no judgment. We're here for you. Anytime. Talk to us. Free call 16-123 or go to samaritans.ie this is Dublin
3: South FM.
2: Obviously all wooden
0: and it's flat and it's accessible. Um, but when you come to the uh, bit of the end, which is like a big spiral up into the sky. Right. I think you're going to need a full battery
1: <laughs>
0: to get to the top.
1: That can be arranged.
0: Yeah, I would I would suggest it definitely. And uh, just take the clutch off coming down and just let yourself <laughs> spin. Uh Ooh, and, Yeah, and bounce off the sides. I think you'll be fine. Because um, like, we went there and the slide was closed. There's a slide from the top down. Aww. Yeah, typically, oh no, it's a bit damp. Uh, yeah, weather conditions aren't uh, favorable. People are getting stuck. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like The Simpsons. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's something I would recommend. That's uh, Definitely from an access point of view and for people to, um, yeah, I suppose, kind of go and do. Um, but the weather, I suppose, would dictate an awful lot because it is in the open and it is Ireland.
1: So it's going to depend on how much you enjoy it? Kind of
0: thing. Yeah, pretty much, actually. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, lovely views of green things like trees and uh, fields and hills. And all flat. Uh, yeah, and, and, and very accessible. Uh, I'd say you probably should get there um, soon, um, you know, before somebody decides to jump jump off the top of it, because then that's going to ruin everything. Um, and they'll probably have to put up big fences and all that sort of stuff around it. Um, and that will really kind of ruin it. I'd love to see the risk assessment for it. But anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, we've come to the end of our show tonight, uh, which has been uh, fun, uh, if not a little bit frustrating. Uh, the podcast uh, of this will be available uh, tomorrow, and you can listen to uh, the entirety of the, the interviews. Um,
1: Speaking of the podcast, you can find us at Dan and Dara Doability on all podcast platforms.
0: Absolutely. And I have been Dara McNicholas.
1: And I'm Dan Airy. Up next, we have a little bit of Brooklyn Funk Essentials. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Blow your brains out.